Good morning. Welcome to Friendly Chapel Church today. Merry Christmas to everyone. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas, isn't it? Uh, aren't you glad that it's not freezing outside today? We wouldn't be here today if it was freezing outside. We would be in the midst of a blizzard. Uh, but on this soggy Sunday morning, we're just delighted to have all of you in the house of the Lord as we come together to worship Him and to praise Him. Service today be just a little bit different uh, because it's going to be uh, just telling the Christmas story uh, through word and through uh, music, and we're going to get into that just in just, uh, just a moment here. Uh, next Sunday, remember, on that's the 24th, Christmas Eve, we're starting at 10 o'clock. At 10 o'clock, uh, everybody will be in the sanctuary. All the kids, everybody will be in the sanctuary. I'm uh, going to try to just have an hour service because I know people have family gatherings and things that are going on, understand all of that. Uh, but we're going to be, uh, again, it's just going to be a casual service. If you got something, if you got something really Christmassy, if it's pretty or if it's ugly, wear it uh, next Sunday. Uh, I've, got, I, I've got something that's about as ugly as you can see. No, no. Uh, <laughs> and uh, no, well, we're going we're, we're to worship the Lord next Sunday. And uh, we're going to have just a variety of different things. And us, please remember that. Also, next Sunday, uh, being the fourth Sunday, and of course, we've got five Sundays in December, uh, we're, we'll be having our missions offering next Sunday, which will go into our helping hands. So please remember that, uh, that help uh, if anyone comes along, that we can help uh, them with that. So that'll be next Sunday as well. We'll be taking up our missions offering. Uh, and also, the blood drive, Paula, she's working uh, uh, steadily trying to get people uh, with that uh, to, uh, to give blood. So if you are able to do that, you'll see her, or you can sign up online, and uh, we appreciate all of that as, uh, as well. So again, we appreciate all of you being here uh, for this time of worship and celebration. So Madison, I'm going to have you to light the first two candles in the Advent uh, wreath this morning. Will you join me for prayer? Heavenly Father, we thank you again for the day you have blessed us with. Thank you, Lord, for the rain. I thank you, Lord, for nourishing us this earth, God, because we need the rain. Thank you, Lord, for the gift of your Holy Son, Lord, for the blessings of Jesus Christ in our midst. And I pray, God, that you will touch those that are in the sanctuary, those that are listening in, God, God those who couldn't come today for whatever reason, Father, Lord, you understand all of it. So, God, I just pray that you will touch us, strengthen us, and help us to do, Lord, what is good and, Lord, what is right in your sight. Bless, Lord, uh, all the voices up here today, the ones that are reading, those that are singing. Father, Lord, I just pray that you will help us. Help us to tell the message of your birth. And, Lord Jesus, that story that impacts all of our lives. And now, Lord Jesus, we surrender this unto you, Lord, for your will to be done on earth as it's already been determined in the heavens. And we'll give you praise for it all. In Jesus Christ, our Lord, we ask it. In Jesus' holy name we pray, amen. Christmas, what a wonderful time of year. It's one of the most beloved of all the holidays. Every time we gather to celebrate Christmas, we're bound together in new and deeper ways. 
Christmas is more than an event. It's a celebration of worship. It's not just a time to celebrate the path which I passed, which includes shepherds and wise men and angels and an evil king, nor is it simply a present celebration and includes orchestras and choirs and trees covered with tinsels and bells. It's more than a traditional ritual. The essence of Christmas is about giving and receiving. God gave to us his son, Jesus Christ, and we have been invited to receive him into our hearts. Therefore, for just a moment, let us forget about all the things that crowd our hearts and our minds, and let us hear the simplistic message of the Christmas story through the songs we sing, the words we speak, and the praises we lift up to the glory of God in the highs. Will you stand with us as we start with joy to the world? <clears throat> God comes to select those who would enact the simple, majestic scenes that would announce the coming of his son to earth. Out of the adoration of Mary, the obedience of Joseph, out of the wonders of the shepherds and the joy of the wise men, out of the greed of Herod and the unknowing of the innkeeper, out of the obscurity of Nazareth and Bethlehem, a backdrop was fashioned against which the age-long drama of God searching for us and his coming to us would finally be fulfilled. <clears throat> it came up on the midnight clear and glorious 
Now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. After his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not wanting to make her public a public example, was minded to put her away secretly. But while he, he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take to you Mary, your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit, and she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. So all this was done that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. came to pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. The census first took place while Cornelius was governing Syria. So all went to be registered, everyone to his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, into the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. So it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. 
Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling cloths, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. So it was when the angels had gone away from them into heaven that the shepherds said to one another, Let us now go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. Now when they had seen him, they made widely known the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all those who heard it marveled at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. 
Christmas story is about seeking, people young and old alike seeking for God. In their own unique ways, Mary, Joseph, and the shepherds were all seeking for God. But there is another side of the story as well, finding. People throughout the centuries before the events of this fateful night had been seeking for a deliverer. But what made this event different from the rest was those seeking souls found the true deliverer, Jesus Christ. God had now become flesh and was dwelling among them. When the shepherds found the long-awaited Messiah, they could do no other than to tell the good news. For they returned from their stable to their flocks, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen, as it was told them. Let's all stand too long. Let's, uh, we're going to sing one that you all know. You can put your hands together. Go tell it on the mountain. Amen. After Jesus Christ was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, and with Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he inquired of them. 
where the Christ was to be born. So they said to him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet, But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are not the least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Jesus or Israel. Then Herod, when he had heard he had secretly called the wise men, determined from the, them what time the star appeared. And he then he sent them to Bethlehem and said, "Go and search carefully for the young child. And when you have found him, bring back word to me, and may I, so that I may come and worship him also." When they heard the king, they departed, and behold, the star which they had seen in the east were where before they, them, till it came and stood over where the young child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. And when they had come in to the house, they saw the young child, the young child with Mary, his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. And when they saw how, when they when they had opened their treasures, they presented to him gold, frankincense, and myrrh. We're going to ask one more time. One of the central themes of Christmas is that of worship. As the wise men came and worshipped Jesus, as the shepherds came and worshipped Jesus, so it's now we are to come and worship Jesus Christ. We're going to do this through a little song, chorus that... Many of you probably are familiar with. It's been around a long time. Just doing the course of it is simply, I exalt thee. Let's worship and glorify his name.
somebody needs to say something. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your blessings. Thank you, Lord, for being in the house today. We glorify your name. In Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen, amen. You may be seated. Thank you, Lord. We can indeed rejoice with exceeding great joy at this time of the year when we recognize the freshness and the greatness of this age-old story. It is the backdrop of the very essence of what life is all about because Jesus is not just a king, he is the king of kings. And his story is not just a story, it is the story. And so a simple virgin girl, a village craftsman, a band of shepherds, an evil king, a group of wise men all take their places in the story of Christmas. In the daily round of their lives, they portray simple, majestic scenes, part of that long uh, drama of his seeking for us, seeking us so that we too may become a part of his story too. And down the streets of time, he comes knocking at my door and yours, making it possible for our obedience and our praise, our wonder, our joy, and our gifts to become a part of the Christmas story. Now we come to the end of this story as we know it. And in a moment, we'll depart from the solitude and the serenity of the sanctuary into the busy lives that we all seem to live. People, they'll pack the malls looking for those last-minute holiday bargains. Holiday travelers will jam the highways and airways and the busy city, uh, busy city streets and towns blowing their horns and waving their hands at those people that have frustrated them along the way. We'll trim the trees. I hope you got yours trimmed already. Wrap the presents, rush off to our friends and our relatives, stuff ourselves with holiday treats, tear in those packages that have been so neatly and lovingly wrapped. And at the end of the day, we, what we call Christmas, we'll retire to our easy chair. That's me or the comfort of our beds, and in reflective exhaustion, wonder, what is it really all about? And all of a sudden, our minds race back in time. We hear the choir of angels saying, glory to God in the highest, peace on earth, goodwill to men. We follow the shepherds from their pasture on the hillside, to a rustic cave that was converted into a stable in the small village of Bethlehem to see for themselves the miracle child. We see Mary and Joseph standing over a manger of hay that has become the cradle of a king. We see the sky lighted up with the brilliance of a solitary star showing the way for seekers to come to God. We hear the message that has been proclaimed from generation to generation of Christendom. For unto you is born this day in the city of David, a Savior who is Christ the Lord. Then we can ask ourselves the question, 
What is that story all about? Think about it for a moment. Everything we celebrate in life, including Christmas, Thanksgiving, weddings, birthdays, deaths, are all given meaning with one simple message. Jesus Christ is born. Therefore, today... We're going to light the third candle of the Advent, which is referred to as the shepherd's candle. And this candle represents for us joy. The joy of knowing that God is among us. The joy of knowing that the Savior has come. And by lighting this candle, we're reminded that Jesus, He is the light of the world. He came as a light into the darkness to show us the way. You don't have to walk in darkness any longer if you know Jesus Christ and He has been born within you. Because Jesus is the light of the world. A portion of His light burns within us so that we might direct others to the Savior. The shepherds were filled with joy on that fateful night because they experienced the light of the, of, of the God of glory. They heard the voice of the angelic choir and they saw for themselves the miraculous birth of the Christ child. Now, we may not have had the experience of the angels or, or the shepherds. However, we are no less filled with the joy because we too have found what they were seeking for, a Savior. And as the shepherds heralded the news to all who would listen to them, we too are herald the good news that Jesus, the Messiah, the Christ, the Son of God, is among us and has filled our hearts with the joy of His presence. Let us now speak the name of Jesus with confidence and boldness to a world that needs Him as much now as that world needed Him then, let's not be afraid to speak the name of Jesus.
So now as a symbol of our acceptance of Jesus Christ as our Savior, I'm going to invite you to come to the altar. So I'm going to have all of us all stand. I'm sorry. Y'all stand. <laughs> Let's all stand together. See, because one of, the, one of the things about Jesus is you have to come to him. See, he came to us. See, he's here. Jesus is here. But we have to find our way to him. And when you look at what Jesus said to his disciples again and again, he used that simple word, come. Come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. And learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart. For my yoke is easy, my burden is light. When his disciples, when he's calling those men, he often said, come, follow me. Mary and Joseph came to Bethlehem searching for a promise. The shepherds came to the stable to see for themselves what had been told them. And the wise men came seeking for a king. And aren't we doing the same thing? We've got a promise. We're looking for the promise. And we're looking. We're wanting to find what somebody told us about. 
this man called Jesus. And we're all looking for a king and a savior. So if you've not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, why don't you come and see for yourself? Don't take my word for it. Don't take our word for it. See, I had heard about him all of my life. At 22 years, I finally, I finally got smart enough. I'd been stupid enough, thinking I'm too wise, too smart, too intelligent, too full of elven. And I finally came to see for myself. And I think about it then, I made a fool out of myself that night. But nobody was laughing at me. Everybody was laughing with me. So today, we're going to sing one last song, a song you all know. It's, O Come, All Ye Faithful. And as we sing this, I'm going to invite you to come to this altar. Anyone, everyone that can. If you don't know Jesus Christ, now's the perfect time to come. All of us, we need to come as a testimony of our faith that we have found Jesus Christ as our Savior and declare him to the world. Amen? Amen. Let's all sing it together. <clears throat>
great job today. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Thank the Lord for what he's done. I'm going to have a simple prayer over you. We're going to have a benediction, and we're going to let you go home a little bit early. Don't tell the rest of the crowd we did that. They might come back. You never know. Um, remember next Sunday, before we pray, remember next Sunday uh, that we're going to be uh, having our Christmas Eve celebration at 10 o'clock, 10 o'clock. So remember that. And also on the uh, Wednesday night, for anyone that's interested, you can either tune in or you can be here with us. We're having a virtual Christmas caroling. I do need some people here because if not, it's going to be um, silent night. <laughs> so we need some people here at 645. We'll assemble at 7 o'clock. We'll start singing because we'll start streaming at 7 o'clock. It'll probably be about 30 minutes. Then afterwards, we've got some refreshments for everybody who wants to come. As I've already told you again and again, prerequisite for this is not an ability to sing. It is being a warm body that knows how to smile. And that's all you need to do. There will be enough of us. We'll carry the rest of it, okay? All right, remember that Wednesday night, 645. Let me pray over you. Heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you, Lord, for the blessings of this season. Thank you, Lord, for everyone that has come to this sanctuary on this, on this cloudy uh, cool and, uh, and soggy day. And Lord, thank you for everybody that's tuned in. Father, Lord, I pray this has been a blessing as we have tried to tell the Christmas story once again. And Father, I pray and I ask, Lord Jesus, that you will bless everyone from the youngest one, Lord, to those that are most advanced in years. That, God, that you will touch them, bless them, strengthen them, and give grace and mercy to us all. Father, I pray, God, as we go through this, as we're in this Christmas week now, Lord, leading up to next Sunday being Christmas Eve, Father, Lord, I pray that you will give us all the strength. I pray for all that are sick among us, and there are a multitude of people that are sick. Father, I pray everyone with colds and flus and fevers and everything else in between, that God may you touch them. I thank you, Lord, for touching my body and giving strength. I thank you for touching Cheryl, God, and giving strength to her body. Thank you, Lord, for touching everyone that sang today and, Lord, blessing their voices with such beauty and such clarity. Thank you, Jesus, more than anything else. Thank you, God, for loving us enough that you were willing to come to us. And all you've ever asked is that we come to you. And I pray, Lord, there's somebody here in this altar. There's someone listening today. And they've not made that choice. They've not made that decision. They've not given their life to you. Jesus, I can't think of a better moment than right now for Jesus, you to be born in them. And Lord, they may be questioning their mind, what, do I, what did I do? I don't know what to do. 
If you want, to give, if you want Christ to be born in you, I'm going to ask you to pray a very simple prayer with me now. Dear Jesus, I come to you and I know that you are the Son of God. I've heard it. I believe it. Now I receive it. Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. Thank you, Jesus, for saving my soul. Thank you, Jesus, for loving me. Thank you, Jesus, for hearing my cry. In your precious name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And now the last thing, if you'll raise your hands for the benediction, receive the blessing of God. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace and believing and that you may abound in the hope by the power of the Holy Spirit and that the peace of God which surpasses all understanding guard your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us, to him be glory in the church by Jesus Christ to all generations forever and ever. And everybody said, amen, amen. amen. God bless you and, uh, and be safe this week.